What if a child dreamed of becoming something other than what society had intended? What if a child aspired to something greater? My son was in the bus. He saw what Clark did. You're the answer, son. You're the answer to Are We Alone in the Universe. Can I just keep pretending I'm your son? You are my son. And I have to believe that you were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes the rest of your life, you owe it to yourself to find out what that reason is. How do you find someone who has spent a lifetime covering his tracks? For some, he was a guardian angel. For others, a ghost who never quite fit in. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. Welcome to the Geek Generation episode 140. It's super. It is super. Because we're here <laughs> to talk about Man of Steel. Yes. We have a full house today. Mike Volpe's here. I'm here. Damien Cranjo's here. Yeah, I'm here. Jen Janet's here. Hey. Hey. You had to be hey. different. Hey. <laughs> uh, this is. <laughs> What's up, girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> this is our Man of Steel edition. Uh, let's pay the bills first. Go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon before you do your shopping on Amazon, and it'll be a little kickback in our direction, and we appreciate that. So why don't you just buy shit and help brother out? Yeah, right? Why don't you? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Right. Okay. I also want to warn people, why? this is the Man of Steel edition, and we are going into the spoiler room. Spoiler! Spoiler alert. spoiler alert. So when we go into the spoiler room, when we go in there, we're going to talk very openly about the movie. If you have not seen Man of Steel, hold off on this podcast, come back another time, and then enjoy it later. Or if you don't care, <laughs> yeah. if you want us to tell you everything that's going to happen in the movie, keep listening. Because that's what we're going to do. And mm. pick it apart and love little parts of it and hate other parts of it. So let's go right into the spoiler room. Access, Access granted. Welcome. All right, so, Man of Steel. Yeah. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, oh, right. yep. let's get some overall thoughts, overall impressions. Did you like it? Did you not like it? How do you feel about the movie, Mike Volpe? I thought it was a good action movie. Okay. Had plenty of action, it awesome did. special effects, fell flat on character development because there was none. Okay. Seven out of ten. Damien? 
Um, I liked it. It wasn't what I was expecting as I walked in, but I still came out enjoying it. Um, definitely agree with what Mike said about the action. There was a lot, a lot of action, a lot of destruction. Yep. And But I think it's more of a realistic what would happen, you know, Superman's first encounter with any type of thing. So Sure. I'd give it, you know, four out of five. Four out of five. Oh, he's on a whole different scale. Oh, he is. You do yeah. ten, he does five. I can't be. Five. I can't be the same. Got to be different. <laughs> Jen, um, I agree with Mike. I liked a lot of things and I hated a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, I can't really give it a number. Numbers aren't yeah. necessary. I don't know. That's I, how you felt about it. I really don't know what I would say. Well, I'll get into it later. But, <laughs> <laughs> Already but, want to jump at the yeah, specifics? Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. You could give it a letter, like a C plus. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I guess I could. I think it would it. be a C plus. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. probably would be. Um, I saw it again for the second time last night. Because Rob likes to spend a lot of money at the movies. Hey, I get the cheap AAA tickets. All right, yeah, I know. Cost me like seven fifty to get into a movie. Let's go for it. Nice. Um, I will say. That I came out the first time kind of like angry. <laughs> I enjoyed it. We stood outside the theater after we saw it for like an hour. We could have just recorded that. Yeah. We, we should have because we, we picked. Here's the worst part we're doing it like right in front of the theater as people are coming <laughs> in to watch the movie. And after like a half an hour of it, I was like, you know, maybe we should go to our cars and right, talk about right. this because somebody's going to Fortunately, get really I don't think we off. ruined anything for no, anybody. No, but, but you never know. Right. <laughs> I'd be pissed, like I said to you, if I walked up and somebody was like, Superman died. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you. You know? Um, but after the first time that I saw it, I was like, okay, it was, like you guys said, it was a good action movie. Yeah. It lacked depth. Yeah. Certainly. Definitely. Um, but I also went in with totally different expectations after seeing especially the third trailer and knowing that they were nailing some of the stuff properly about the character. I was like, oh, nice. All right. I was worried, but now I'm on board. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Super belch. Um, and then I went in the second time and I already knew what I was getting. I didn't have those expectations and I actually enjoyed the movie a little bit more lowered the second time around. <laughs> and it's not, it's not that I, they were lowered. I just yeah. knew they weren't going to do what I like when you have the idea in your head. I had the movie written in mind already before I went into the theater the first time. So when it didn't go in line, spend how much of an episode writing? It. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so when it didn't come into line with what I had previously thought it would be and should be, then there was disappointment. But when you know that already going in, you can just look at it with what they had in mind. And I did come out enjoying it a little bit more. But like you guys said, great action, although. Flaws in the action, too. Yeah. If we're going with wrestling ring psychology, there are some flaws like the whole third quarter, third quarter, the whole third third of the movie yeah. was just nonstop punch in face yeah. <laughs> over and it, over it again. Was, yeah. Yeah. So it was a little bit too much, I think. But OK, let's let's I'm already going in. So okay. I'm going to dial it back too. let's talk about some things. Uh, okay, we could do we could do it two to multiple ways. We could go over the characters. Uh, we could talk about things we yeah. liked and didn't like, or I can start running through. Let's what I, talk what about I know. how much Lois Lane needs to be recast. I kind of agree yes. with you. Okay, are we all on yes. board with that? Yeah. I like Amy Adams, mm-hmm. right? And we I watched that baseball movie. What was Trouble with the Curve? Awesome in it. And I don't even think it was entirely her fault. But it was, the character was written in that like in a different not way. Great. It wasn't. I never pictured great. her as an action star, and that's basically what she was. She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, right. Lois Lane superhero. And exactly. they, when, whenever she delivered those like edgy 
like hard edge lowest lines. Yeah. They, like let's they stop didn't... measuring dicks. They came off really soft. Yeah. She has a very I think it was actually her voice. She has yeah. a very soft voice because she was playing such a strong character and I think that she is a strong woman, but yep. it just didn't come off that way. Yeah, because, she was too soft for Lois. Yeah, yeah. She just is. Now, okay, so let's talk recasting then, because let's oh, just well, yeah. throw all this right yeah. out the window. Well, a brunette Did, to begin with. I don't know why, but it really bothered me that she was a yeah. redhead. Lois has been interpreted as a redhead know, here and there. But but, but traditionally I've all we in all the movies we've always seen her as a yeah. as a brunette. And even the T V show, Lois and Clark. Now I came out of the movie with someone in mind. Oh you did? I did alright. Did you guys have any thoughts of who you would want? Well, I would just want the woman who played her in Smallville. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, well, I think it needs to be somebody who's in her late twenties or maybe up to mid thirties. Yeah. Because that's pretty much where Superman mm-hmm. is. He's like thirty three. Yep. A lot of correlations between him and like Jesus. Wasn't Jesus oh, God. like that's, that's one of the things they're talking oh, yeah. about. Right? 33 I, is the age of yeah, the Lord. What is that? They had the him like falling out yes, of the ship in did. a cross-like yeah. pattern. When he was in the church, Jesus was directly behind him overhead. A lot of religious symbols. And then one of the like main things that this movie was about was faith. And yep. just having and faith, and faith in faith humanity and, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. So, Oh, yeah, but that's always been a, an allegory with, yeah. I don't even know if I'm using, I'm throwing out words again that I don't know if they, they mean, <laughs> they mean what they good, are. like a good word to me. English class. Yeah, if nobody like knows that I'm using the wrong words, I sound brilliant. So I just throw them out. <laughs> that's what I do, too. <laughs> it's always been. <laughs> if you say it with confidence, <laughs> yeah, nobody they questions all think you. you know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's always been something to compare Jesus and Superman. Yeah. That's always been a thing that's happened. They just really amped it up. And mm. so it who, didn't bother me. But as far as casting yeah, Lois, I came Lois? out with, uh, I thought, Olivia Wilde. You just have a thing. Oh, I watched Butter. Sorry. But she was great in it. And right? I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not it, even so. that I have a thing for Olivia Wilde. It's that yeah. I think she has she that has edge. edge. Right. She does. So she's got to grow the hair out a bit. And then, uh, or. She and she normally hair. does have longer hair. Yeah. So it's not even an issue. And she's brunette already. And I thought she'd be great. I don't know why that was just the the image that popped into my head after I walked out. Like I was like, I I don't know if I buy the Amy. I was excited when she was first cast. And then I was like, I don't buy the Amy Adams, Lois Lane. And then I'm like, Mm. Olivia Wilde. I actually didn't really like the guy that played Superman either. I think his name was Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, Yeah. yeah. I had a problem with him. How so? Well, it's probably surprising because I'm a girl. His shirt was not off enough. (laughs) Speaking of which, can we talk about how stupid the line was at the end with the female soldier going, I just think he's kind of hot. Yeah. After you do a movie that serious, you can't throw in like a little jokey line like that. You've already set the tone and it's not that. I think that was just poorly placed. That was very poorly placed. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a good place for humor. Yeah. But that particularly just didn't work. It seemed like too obvious almost. Kind yeah. of. It was, I don't know. Um, my problem was, I, I don't know if like you guys would agree with me because at this point, Superman's older and he's supposed to be very confident, but he seemed way overconfident for me. Really? And I, I just thought while I was like watching it, I was like, oh, this guy's like a model. He's never picked up a comic book in his life. Like, he doesn't know anything about Superman. And I just kept like, you were thinking judging that him from the I was. Get-go. Well, I don't know. These boots do not match my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just had a problem. Wow. With him. And I don't think there was any chemistry between him and Amy Adams, really. There wasn't. No, yeah. no. I just don't think that. But I don't put that on either of them. I think that's the yeah. problem of the casting people. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked Henry Cavill as Superman. I thought oh, it was a very okay. strong Superman. 
He was. I think he was a little too strong, though. Because he had that confidence. He yeah. had the presence that Brandon Ralph lacked. Mm. Like, it, when he came on screen in the suit, you're like, that's friggin' Superman. Which was a problem in itself. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, we're going to be jumping all over the place here. But he felt like Superman to me. Like, mm-hmm. when he's floating above the army, I'm like, damn, that's Superman. Yeah, that was a really cool visual. Yeah. Too. I just, he just felt right. Mm-hmm. And, and his... Like his whole demeanor, like the confidence that you said, yeah, that totally worked for me because mm-hmm. he he was very confidently quiet. Like he was yes, soft he about was. it, and he should be because if he's too confident, he's Zod, and then he's mm-hmm. he's a threat. But he he plays it well, where he's a non-threatening, confident. Like I'm here, you can't mm-hmm. control me, but let's work together. Hey man, I'm just here for the free fries. <laughs> hey man, I'm just listening to Pearl Jam. Just and- just eating some burgers and hanging out. Not doing much, saving people, you know, school buses and shit. I think Everyone's I just... referencing Pearl Jam. I thought that was a Soundgarden song. It sounded like Chris Cornell to me. What? The song earlier in the movie. Oh, I don't know. No, all right, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just saw him more as like being a model and yeah. not an actor oh. in that movie. Yeah. I thought he was perfect for well, it. Because they want all the girls to be like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> and I... all the guys would be like, we need to get buff. <laughs> yeah. We need to go <laughs> to the gym. That's what I thought as soon as I came out. <laughs> yeah. I worked okay. out for 50 hours straight. <laughs> came out, I was like, I gotta go to the gym. I came out looking like Jello. I'm like, this is not the approach he must have taken. <laughs> must buy protein. <laughs> SBBFitness.com. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's 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 just go through the movie. How about yeah. that? Okay. Right. So we start off with the birth. I mean, they couldn't have gotten any earlier than that. You see Lara giving birth. We find out later that this is the first natural birth on Krypton in centuries because Kryptonians are all bred for a specific purpose in their society, which I thought was cool. It's almost like the Matrix came true. Yeah, right. right. I like that. Yeah. It was a cool old twist And Krypton was awesome looking. Yeah, the visuals were great. That was one of the best segments of the movie for me. And it did look like That was my favorite part. Really? I thought that part was going to suck. That's what I dreaded. I was like, I just want to see him blow shit up and beat people up. And then I was (laughs) like, Krypton was the best part. Yeah. Uh, because you got the, it was like creatures on the planet and like yeah. these big beasts and yep. just very cool. Looking. And I don't think we've, I don't know if this is true, but I don't think we've seen Krypton in that, not that in a much. Movie. No, in definitely not. Anything. No. Because I know I haven't. So. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, and that was cool. And it was a very like barren wasteland. It, yep. it looked like a planet whose resources had been tapped mm-hmm. and it absolutely. just had nothing left. It was a wasteland. Um, and then we see Jarrell before the council. Warning them, we all got to get out of here. It's the same thing, uh, the same beats you're familiar with. The shit's going to hit the fan people, and we Mm -hmm. need to get out now. No, no, we're good. All right. (laughs) And Zod kicks down the door and walks in, and he's like, yo. We're taking over this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And says he charges him with treason. Bow down before me. No kneel before Zod, Yeah, which was fine. I kind of wanted it, but I can understand why they didn't do it. So they start taking Jarrell into custody. Uh and he blows one of the the people away in the 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 chamber or whatever the council council member. thank you words escape me at times and one of the things that even struck me as kind of odd like right away and later on too cuz Jarrell was kind of fighting <clears throat> like crazy like holy crap Jarrell can fight mm. if these guys are bred for a specific purpose and he's a scientist when when did he stop for fight training who's <laughs> <laughs> secretly hitting the gym all yeah along. i guess mm. I mean, I guess he could have studied the science of martial art. Like, I don't know. Maybe they breed their scientists to be 
knowledgeable in that I so they can like, protect themselves in the event of an attack. Yeah, maybe. I feel like they breed everyone to be kind of a badass over there. They must. So. It wasn't that big deal. I mean, they're all wearing armor all the time, so I guess they are yeah. kind they're of a warrior race. They're just all the assume. time. It's fine. <laughs> but then now that you mentioned that, then how did Superman learn to fight? How, how did he go, you know, toe-to-toe? I know we're skipping ahead. Right, right, exactly. How? He was on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> like Zod said, would you on a farm? He lifts things up core. and puts them down. Exactly. Many times. Very big things. Wrestling pigs. So Jarrell escapes. Uh, he goes and steals the codex, runs back to the chamber. They inject the codex into the cells. You didn't even know exactly what they were doing no, at the time. No, it was just like the skull thing going yeah, into his just body. just goes into Into his cow. blurred out baby penis. Yeah. <laughs> Not even blurred out. Really? I thought no. it was blurred a little. Yeah, it was oh, just because like, it was like... No. Yeah, I was going to see Super <laughs> Dick. Baby balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, they didn't even do, like, the back shot. It was just, like, straight up between his legs. Yeah, his right. right. Yep. <sighs> Could they not have just wrapped him? Right. Like I know, you could still like leave leave his torso open for wrong. Right when that came, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to jail. Like, <laughs> oh my, I'm not supposed to be suing Superman's balls, oh, baby, naked. It's wrong. I wouldn't have felt bad, but the, you're right. The shot was just like, like the placement. Boom. It was right on. Yeah. it was like a straight up porn shot. He was oh, just yeah. like spread. Like, oh, look at this. <laughs> Insert codex here. They don't call this me w- Superman for nothing. <laughs> so Zod uh, and well, all right. So Lara launches yeah. the rocket. Into space, baby, go bye bye. Uh, and Zod again, this was another thing that was kind of weird. Zod kills Jarrell, mm-hmm. which is something new. Which was, I was totally cool with that too. I was like, oh, okay, now it's even more reason for Cal now to hate him later personal. on. Yeah. Now it's personal. But then he orders the rocket to be shot down. We find out later that Zod's whole purpose is to protect his people no matter what mm. and ensure that his race survives. He knows the codex is on that rocket. He knows Krypton's going to explode. What the fuck's he doing? Oh, <laughs> Why yeah. is he going to blow up right. the codex? Yeah, good point. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's the heat of the moment. He <laughs> blow it up and go, shit. Again, like yeah. there were for this whole predestined thing, the whole like yeah. what your role is in society, they kind of broke that rule a little too often for me. Well, um, I thought it was probably because um, he felt like his people depleted all their resources, so they weren't, like, responsible, I guess. But he has to protect the race no matter what. Yeah, I guess so. No matter I don't know, what, I it's his sole purpose. <laughs> so Zod and his crew are then sentenced to the Phantom Zone, which yep. they call it that later. We knew it was the Phantom Zone. One of the best lines of the movie that was in the trailer, he delivers, I will find him. Like, the way he delivered it, the when he said it loud, oh my God. The way you so just did good. it, it sounded like Mr. Bean was doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a terrible actor, obviously. But <laughs> I, I think ultimately, like one of the themes that was going on here, if you look at Superman 2, Zod's sole motivation was revenge. It was simpler. Mm. It was easier. They had to make things almost too complex. Like, they added all these layers of motivation, which is nice to have more than just pure revenge, but it was almost too much. I feel like if his sole thing was, I'm going to find Kal-El and have revenge and for what Jor-El just did mm-hmm. and all this garbage, it would have made things move a lot smoother and taken out some unnecessary subplots in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we see the rocket head to Earth. Krypton goes boom. Boom. Cut to, like, Boom. Super cut yeah. <laughs> right to uh, a fishing boat that gets a distress call from an oil rig. And, of course, Clark's on the fishing boat. He's now much older. And it was no, like, 33 years later. No. There was It was just there. It was just yeah. boom. There was no little 
It was you're watching a whole other movie right now. I kind of liked that though. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. They could have told You're all us, looking though. at me yeah. like I'm crazy. Yeah. You kind of I like to adjust to it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like anything jarring that too much. It was just like, whoa, okay, we're all doing right. this now. We're grown up. <laughs> yeah, already then. They, they didn't even have to say like 30 years later though, because we we just kind of knew. We did, but maybe not everybody would. Know. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck them. So that we see the fishing boat. They get a distress call from an oil rig. Of course, Clark jumps off, goes, saves all the people. We can't get there in time, but I can. I don't know how he lost his shirt swimming through the water, but I'm sure the ladies aren't complaining. They had to cut out the fight with the shark. Oh. That's probably what it oh, was. Oh, that's probably it. Did they or, really? Or the giant squid from like, uh, <laughs> the Goonies. No, I'm just See, joking. I thought it would have looked cooler if when he showed up on the rig, he had Aquaman his clothes on. It off. And they had the part with him burning. Mm. If the clothes oh, were burning yeah, off of him, cool. that would have looked way cooler. Come on, Zack Snyder. And then he'd his- literally be hot. Who brought her? Um, His pants burn off and nothing ever oh grew. <laughs> he still got baby balls. <laughs> <laughs> Camera wrong. zooms in. That's wrong. Uh, uh, so he saves all the people. They get away. Uh, and then we flashback. This was one of the things I did like about the movie is the way that they did the flashbacks. That was and, cool. And they kept jumping through time back to present day, back to a flashback, back to present day. Because he learned something in each flashback. Yeah. Yeah. And there were places later where I thought they could have been very, very necessary that we had talked about, but I'll, I'll mention when we get to it. But first one they do is about Clark in school, little boy sitting at his desk, can't control his powers. So he's seeing the x-rays of everything around him. He's hearing all these sounds all over the place, books it out of the classroom, goes and runs and hides in a closet until his mom shows up, even like keeps the teacher out by heating up the, the doorknob. Yeah. That was kind of cool. And then we saw like a defining Martha Kent moment. Yeah. Who where was great. She was yeah, awesome. She was. Yeah, she, she was, was good. awesome. Diane Lane gets down there. She's like, focus on my voice. Think of it as an island. Swim to the island. This this is what the Kents are for. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Bring up Superman. Teach him who he is. All that stuff. Perfect mom son moment. Awesome. That's Loved a lot it. of responsibility because anytime a kid goes crazy, the parents get blamed. Like that's the ultimate. Like we can't fuck this one up. Right. Yeah. We have yeah. to bring this kid up right, right. Or wow, are we in trouble? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure they felt the pressure. Yeah. That whole um, can't control powers thing was really a really good part of the movie. Yeah. I liked it. I really liked it, and all yeah. the effects of it too. The X-ray effects were that really cool. great and everything. Oh yeah. That was all cool. And I, I might be doing things out of order a little bit. I apologize if I am. I, whatever. Uh, and then we go to the restaurant. Yep, I think after that, uh, and there's uh, he's working as a waiter, and yeah. this is kind of establishing his vagabond lifestyle, where he goes from place to place and helping out people, and not really huh. settling down anywhere. Like Jesus, oh, huh. Huh. Look at that. and he had a beard. Oh, really? Like, well, in the in Jesus. the fishing thing he did, and then <laughs> yes. he got, then he just had some scruff going on Didn't in the restaurant. Jesus fish. <laughs> <laughs> there was fish. something about fish with Jesus, right? Uh, so he's in the restaurant, smiles at a waitress. We know something's going to happen with her. Hey, she walks over, a guy slaps her ass, won't leave her yeah. alone. So typical leave her alone, buddy. Uh, what are you going to do about it? Superman, I'm going to run into you. Holy <laughs> shit, you're hard. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And then it's, it, I'll have to ask you to leave because he's not going to do anything because mm. he would smash him into a thousand pieces. And so he just leaves. The guy throws like a can at his back and everything, and he just walks out. And then we get one of the best scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like one of my biggest complaints with the movie overall is that it just wasn't enough fun. 
And yes. this was definitely one of the fun parts for me. There was no humor. No. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it was too stern. Yeah. And just like... And it works for Batman. Yeah, exactly. It works for the... The Nolanverse and influence works very well for Batman, because Batman's a no-nonsense, no-fuck-around character. But even then, you have like your small... And even like they had little, humor. But, but it's yeah. like that certain type of humor. So it I works. feel like they had more humor in the Batman movies than they did in this one. Yeah. That yeah. was working humor, at least. Yes. There were some other attempts in this mm-hmm. that just didn't work. But you walk outside. This was the big laugh of the movie. Yeah. This is what everyone laughed at. You see the truck just mangled in yeah. telephone poles. and just like, ha, ha. Got him. Yeah. That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And that it's still cool. kind of in, in what you were saying before, Jen, about like how old he is. This was a very immature move. But that's the Superman oh, we're dealing with. It. Yeah. Screw that guy. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. Uh, then we go to another flashback, right? Of the kids on the bus. Yep. yep. Uh, and then Clark's sitting there getting teased by Fat Pete Ross, mm. uh, who's a character from the comics, too. Mm-hmm. He's like Clark's best friend in the comic books. Huh. The bus does a little wheelie wheelie, falls off the bridge. This is another classic mm-hmm. Superman scene. He raises the bus out of the water. Pushes it over the shore. All the kids see him doing this. He you goes back in and grabs Pete. When we saw it, people were laughing at that scene in the theater. Yeah. I don't know why. Did it happen to you guys when you saw no. it? No. Like, when he gets out and he's pushing the bus out, like, people were just laughing as if it were funny. Right. I'm like, oh, And that threw awesome. me off. I'm like, why is it? This isn't funny. Yeah. Maybe it's just because he's a little guy lifting up I don't up know. Maybe. Bus. I don't know. Maybe don't they're know idiots. Uh, Maybe. Uh, they were probably high or something. the oh. <laughs> I don't know if I did that. <laughs> uh, so he he saves all the people. Then we see Pete Ross and his mom sitting in the Kent's house. And they're like, this is an act of God. And, and again, there's, yes. there's the Jesus thing. It's divine intervention or whatever the crap they said. And then we see Pa Kent go out to Clark. Clark sitting in the back of his pickup. At this point, this, this uh, scene really made me notice something and pulled me out of the movie that kind of bothered me at different points throughout the movie. With all this money they're making from Man of Steel, can somebody buy Zack Snyder a fucking tripod? <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah, it, yeah no I noticed that. It, there are times when shaky cam works just fine. Yeah, This was so much in this scene that's supposed to be a nice emotional moment. It's <laughs> all over the place. And I could, I was just focusing on that, and I couldn't pay attention to what was going on. And I, I did get what was, was going like on, the, obviously. The but... family dog was humping the cameraman's leg, <laughs> <laughs> right? Off of exactly. It was a super dog. It was. It was. <laughs> it was crypto humping <laughs> was the crypto. humping the cameraman. But it was just ridiculous. There was yeah. no need for it there. And it was one of the big controversial scenes from the trailers, where Clark's like, "What was I supposed to do? Let them all die?" And mm-hmm. Pockens like, "Maybe." Like, whoa, Pa Kent, what well, happened to you? Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, he's like, you're tr- he's it's that that fine line of if you continue to do this, you're gonna tell people who you are. Yeah, and you're not ready for that yet. So sometimes you just have to let bad things happen, and sometimes you just have to like. I think that's gonna come back in another movie yep. where. Like in Batman, like you have to save. There's two people. One's yeah. gonna die. Who are you gonna save? You can't save both. This is like going to be another build up to that. Like to make. one of the big lessons and one of the traditional things that they've done with Jonathan Kent in most versions of the Superman story is that Jonathan Kent does die mm-hmm. almost always yeah. eventually, but it's almost always of a heart attack 
mm. and not the circumstances right. of Man of Steel. I was really surprised that they as did to how he did differently. That in yeah. this movie. And the the reason that they do it that way with a heart attack, with mm-hmm. something natural like that, is because it's his way, not Jonathan Kent's way, obviously, but it's an indirect way of teaching Clark that you can't save everybody. No matter yeah. how mm-hmm. many like powers that. you have, no matter what mm-hmm. you can do, things will happen that you can't. He can't stop a heart attack. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. he can do about that. So it's his way of learning that you can't save everybody. Now, when Pa Kent's telling him you can't save everybody when in the instance you can, there's something wrong about that to me. It's not mm. the Pa Kent that shaped Clark into Superman anymore. And I, I listen in all discretion. I listened to Fat Man on Batman, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman talking about this. It was like two and a half hour episode. Mm. It was as long as a damn movie. But. One of the things that Ralph Garman said that I didn't really think about at the time, and I didn't know why it sat wrong with me, but I agree with him. In this movie, Jonathan Kent's whole message, his big message to Clark is, don't let anybody see you. Hide. Be a coward. Tuck yourself away. No one will ever accept you. That's not Jonathan Kent. There was something wrong about that. It's not the right message. I interpreted it a little differently, but... um... You're right. Like the way I interpreted it still isn't Jonathan Kent. I interpreted it as he cares so much about Clark. Mm -hmm. He's just so afraid of what people will do to him. Right. Like he knows. Because he'll be so scared. Yeah. He knows what the human race is like. Right. I think the Jonathan Kent that everyone is used to is yes, he cares so much about Clark, but he cares about the world too. Yeah. And I think in Man of Steel, it was more, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. Right. And in the Jonathan Ken we know, he taught Clark how to make the hard decisions. Yes. And be like, well, you can't save everybody, but you should never stop trying. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's the message he really gave yeah. to Clark. And we didn't see that. He was more afraid. But then uh, it goes to the, the, the basement, the farmhouse, and you have the rocket ship down there. That happened really fast, yeah. too. That was a weird way to... Um get that scene in there it was they They rushed a couple things they did for a two and a half hour movie they did rush some stuff because they needed more punching later on yeah they spent all their time on that yeah but this is where we did get the jonathan kent scene the jonathan kent we know when he says you're not of this earth and Mm -hmm. da 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 and gives him the the key and everything and he says can i just be your son and again this was in the trailer too he's like of course you're my son like that's Jonathan Kent. Yeah. yeah, that was the moment I wanted, and then wanted to keep seeing more of. But that was the only traditional Jonathan Kent moment that we did see, unfortunately. Which is too bad. I mean, Kevin Costner is awesome, and I thought he was great in the role. I think it was just written poorly. Yeah, and he was kind of a wasted character. And like Martha had to pick up all the slack. Yeah, she did. She was like the every parent, whereas mm-hmm. he was saying hide the whole time. She was like. No, you you, you got to be you. You're beautiful and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> Girl, you're beautiful. <laughs> she said you that. You got it going on. <laughs> she said that she was like, "What you are is beautiful," and it was cool. All right, so they do they do that whole thing. Uh, he finds out where he's from. Uh, then they go to the Arctic, and we're seeing. Uh, we finally see Lois yeah. show up in the helicopter and everything. Uh, she follows Clark into the scout ship. That kind of pissed me off. Really? Yeah, I was just annoyed that by just him. Like, Fucking him? a, leave him alone. <laughs> I don't know. It really bothered me. I got instantly annoyed with her. She's the intrepid <laughs> reporter. Clingy. She was just like, "There's a guy. There's a guy up there walking. Well, I have to go figure out what it is. It's what she even do, though, though it's negative thirty degrees. It's what she did. Yeah, I did like it because that was one of the only places where she really felt like Lois Lane. To yeah, me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I mean, the fact that he wasn't wearing coat or anything already made her suspicious. Like he was wearing yeah, just like a thermal she did shirt. A, I mean, she had a point. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" I and if I was in her position, I think I would have done the same thing. But I would have like gotten people to come with right. me. Right. I need a posse. <laughs> yeah. It was so, that like the traditional meet and greet between those two? Oh no, or, no, no, nothing was yeah. traditional no, about Clark totally, and Lois. In yeah, I, I didn't think so. That. Yeah, nothing traditional about Clark and Lois in this one, which I kind of liked. I liked it too because um, it was so different from any other lois yeah so yeah i mean not not the edgy lois that we wanted but the relationship was different absolutely so she ends up going through uh the the tunnel that he's melted out with his heat vision by the way heat vision in this movie like fucking awesome yeah Yeah, his veins all turned red so cool every time he did i was like yeah because it wasn't big beams of light all the time yeah it's just that red eyes it was awesome i loved it Mm. uh so we go inside and there's a scout ship from Krypton that's been left behind. It's like what eighteen thousand years old or eighteen hundred years old, yeah, something they, they said like that. Eighteen to twenty thousand years. Yeah, something crazy. And they're they're in there. Clark finds all the stuff, finds a place for his key. Lois gets attacked by a drone. He saves her, fixes fixes her wound. That was totally cool. exposing her yeah. himself to not not super penis, but <laughs> um, exposing his powers <laughs> to Lois. And cauterizing the wound and everything. That was cool, yeah. yeah. And then he the ship... just gives himself away. Yeah. Mm. And then the ship takes off, flies to the North Pole, and we get the... Whoa, holy crap. This thing is the Fortress of Solitude in this version. I think that was the moment when I didn't like him. Because he he did give himself away. And, it, it, like, he just yeah. seemed overconfident. Yeah, as in, like, oh, I need... He didn't he didn't hide enough? Yeah. Yeah, like... Kind you're, of. Your dad died to make you hide from shit. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> and you're just like, hey. All right, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Laser beams from my eyes. What up, lady? Um, and I don't know if you noticed this because you're the only other one that. Uh, Do you watch Smallville at all? No. Or no. Okay. The uh, the guy that was in the command station for the army that we saw that had like the kind of mm-hmm. the the peppered hair or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Emil Hamilton was behind him. The guy oh. sitting there, isn't that the guy that played Emil Hamilton on I Smallville? I have no idea. I think it is. <laughs> no clue. I think that guy sitting there was Emil Hamilton on Smallville, cool. and then Emil Hamilton was standing behind yeah. him. Uh, so that was the only tie we'll have to check between, that yeah, I meant to do it before this, and then I didn't, but I think it was. I'm pretty confident in it. So then we get another flashback, and we see Clark fighting with Pa Kent in the pickup. Ma's in the back with the doggy. Yeah. Uh, they're all driving, and then all of a sudden, a tornado descends. I immediately went into panic mode and started to sweat. I'm like, please don't let the dog die. Please don't let right? the dog die. I'm not kidding. I knew I it. I like, knew it. Shit. I, I got so tense. I was like, please, I don't want to see the dog die. Please. <laughs> tornado dog came die. down. You'll see something else die. <laughs> oh, That's all right. I'm most Too cool soon. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, so Pa Kent makes Clark go with the others, gives him yeah. the little girl and says, go off that way. And then he goes to save the dog who's still in the truck. Right. Of course, the tornado gets like his foot wedged. He comes out with a yeah. hobble. And when Clark is going to try and save him, puts up the hand. Goes, Mm-mm. Talk to the hand. So son. again, in his that final, it, it hit me. But at the same time, when you think about it afterward, in his final moment, it was still fucking hide. Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. be a coward. The thing is, like, and this was another thing they said on Batman on Batman too that he's fucking Superman. He could have been there and back before anybody would have seen it. Mm. Yeah, I kept thinking about how he on Smallville so he would quick. do that all the time yeah. in front of people. He right. would just go so zip, fast zip. that they wouldn't see him. Exactly. Right. But again, uh, we don't well, maybe, know. Again, at that point, he still didn't know he that's could go true. that fast. Right. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wasn't maybe, aware that yeah. he could even do that at that point. So that's the one the one caveat. Uh, but again, I don't like that. 
Like it, it felt like an important death. But then I thought about the message longer and I'm like, I don't know if I like that message. Yeah. It's still well, I, I think it goes back to um you know, you can't always save everyone, but it's so frustrating cuz he could have. Right. Right. When it's something he can't control, the yeah. heart attack is something he really couldn't do anything about. Mm-hmm. He made a decision to not save him and now he has to live with that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that sucks. So that's I don't know. That's his Catholic guilt. If we're going to stick with the Jesus thing, he just got his Catholic guilt for the rest of everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, we then go to the Fortress of Solitude, which is the scout ship, the Kryptonian scout ship, where Clark finally meets Jarrell or the consciousness of him. Oh, my God. Heather was like elbowing me and elbowing me. And I'm like, look, she was. I thought he was dead. I'm like, oh my god, he is. That's not just watch the movie. <laughs> like, oh, and because she just sat there, it was like, right, like elbowing me until I looked at her. What? He gives the whole history of what happened. Uh, although I'm trying to figure out how he knows that Zod did the coup and everything and tried to overthrow the console. Yeah, like he was because the key was already created on the ship when that. Yeah, I don't like know. he didn't have time to program that in right before he launched the ship real quick. He runs right. back. He's like, I had to put in like 900 lines of code on this. Yeah. one. his consciousness would have already had to yeah. bet on that thing. Yeah, I think. But uh, whatever. That's that's trivial. So he finds all that stuff out, finds out who he is, gets shown the Superman suit. Yeah. And then we get the big reveal of the doors opening and him walking on the suit, which looked cool to no Superman music. <sighs> well, we we knew we were going to have the I Superman want. music. But this was for me like there are so many wasted opportunities in this movie. This was one of them. Yes. This, this should was have been such saved. a wasted reveal. I would have rather seen him in the suit for the first time hovering above the military. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Like if he just held it right. and something. And it kind of bothered me too that everything we saw up to this point was Clark being taught to hide and to not mm-hmm. step out in mm-hmm. the light as this thing that's different and than it everybody else. So fast. He and Jarrell just... just goes, Here's a suit. Put it on. I'm your real dad. Yeah. And he just goes, okay. Okay, Problem solved. That's what happened. It was like no reason, no flashback to like Mm -hmm. maybe something that could have suggested that he should listen to this guy or. Who wrote the script? uh, David Goyer, I think, who's actually really good. But I mean, (laughs) it it always becomes a thing with the director, too, and the way you edit something and things like that. So there could have been more. I feel like there's so many deleted scenes. Right. There yeah, could have yeah. been more there that we just didn't see. Yeah. That's like another thing. The message just kind of gets forgotten once he puts on the suit. You right. really don't even think about it. Yeah, it's not hiding anymore. And then anymore. it's action it's, from there on out, yep, too. Yeah. So you just forget about what the movie means. Mm-hmm. Like that and first the whole, time you see him in the suit, you should get goosebumps. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't. No. Because no. it was not the right time. He should have seen the suit. We can see it. And he should have been like, okay. And then he should have done all the flying stuff. Non-suit. Right. I think or all the Arctic... Oh, just cut it out. Just cut it out. Although, yeah. it did have one of the best fun things, seeing him get that grin on his face when he's figuring out he can fly and everything. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty great. I feel like that should have happened before. Like earlier? Yeah. It should, yeah. it should have happened in like Smallville. That should have yeah, been a flashback. Exactly. Right. I agree. It should have been a I flashback. I completely agree. That should have happened earlier. That that was one of my problems. He like came to terms with his abilities a little too quickly. Right. Like the only thing he didn't know he could do at that point was fly. Right. And he's... Friggin' great at it. Yeah. If, <laughs> After like be one like, fall. That'd be the first. If all of a sudden somebody like punched me and it didn't hurt, I'd be like, I'm climbing on top of a building and jumping. <laughs> I have to know. Because yeah. if I can hit the ground and just be fine, sure. I'm doing it. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Where's the next roof? <laughs> you know? It's like in the medallion with Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. So so we get the wasted Superman reveal. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he goes back to he goes back to his mom's house. Yeah, mom, look at the suit I got. Very nice, son. <laughs> or we get, or, or we go yet. back to the Daily yeah. Planet talking to Perry White. I don't remember. I don't remember. This is where I start losing the order yeah, of stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, because that whole because first now like it's just action. The yeah, whole time, like the first is, part of well, the movie, I was on board with for most of it. There was some yeah. Zod stuff and. Um, is this where Zod makes his announcement? Like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm here. It is. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Which yeah. was awesome. That was like cool. that was cool. I would hit all the cell phones, the iPod, the which was cool. But at the same time, another point that they brought up was. Would Zod have time to like make something in After Effects in multiple languages and port that out to every like? Yeah, but I feel <laughs> no, like taking the but, time to write. You are not alone on the screen. No, but let me send had, out this viral video. He had all that technology available from the ships that had gone out to gather yeah. information about the the world. Oh, and, I'm not. I'm not even talking oh. about the translating. Just like, why not just do a video of you, dude? It's a long trip. He had time. Well, no. I feel like it was showing even, how long how is this trip going to take? Why even make the video? Right. Why even make the video? Just have a camera on you yeah. in the scary freaking mask. Because going, I, because he would know. I think they know the fear of humans. And it was the, something they did the, just because it looked cool. It did, but that's, <laughs> that's the only reason. Exactly, I think it showed how it like smart he was though, because he was able to get all that stuff done, and right. it made you feel like. Zod, you don't know is who this guy able is. Able to do so much. I have no stuff problem in... that the video went out to everybody. Yeah. That's fine. It's just what the video was that was. No, weird. I liked what the just video kind of was. Like, that, it was creepy. It was that would scare people to be right. like, we yeah. don't. We it don't might know. be that I had just seen it before. Because <laughs> if that suddenly came on my TV screen, the dude with the mask on, I'd laugh and be like, "What's that about?" Like, well, they had released that video as an advertisement for yeah. the movie at one point, so I was like, oh, "I've seen cool. that." Yeah, it was a viral video beforehand. I didn't see it. Yeah. So Zod basically says. You have one of my peeps, Kal El. Mm. Uh, surrender yourself in twenty four hours, or uh, this bitch you call a planet is going bye bye. Yeah, that's where there should have been a great conversation between Clark, Superman, and his mother. Yep. And then at the very end, he just looks over his shoulder at the suit. Yeah. And then the, that would be you awesome. cut to the cool. army waiting. Can you guys for him. just like yes. write all the movies? Yes. We can't forever. You know, all like, the movies. We I'm just, almost sure we do it for movies. free just to have our names on the screen and be like written by. Yep. <laughs> Rob, who knows everything, and Mike tagging along. Yeah. <laughs> There's a thing called YouTube. You could uh, make yeah, your own. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can make a script. I don't know yeah. if we can make a full movie. So, yeah. Just that, write it. Or even a flashback there of something to yeah. decide, like. Something to go back to Jonathan and say, like, if all the hide message was underlined with this one moment of there will be a time where you have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And he said something like that a couple times, did, but it had yeah. no gravity to it. Right. Like, if he really sat him down and said, I know I protect you and I always tell you to keep this a secret, but there will be a day where you have to make a choice. And then if that voice continued from the flashback... As we see yeah. him turn around but and look at the suit. But then it plays into as well, everybody has that choice to make. Because then he made the choice of telling his son not to save him. Right. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, right. you have to make a choice that could... You have to sacrifice yourself at some point right. for the good of others. Right. So, like, all this... It's, yeah. it's about making the choice. It's about taking the leap of faith. Mm -hmm. All of that should have been right there. That's all the stuff they missed cut out opportunity. of opportunity. And it might be. It might very well be. It could all be in the script. We don't know that. I almost mm -hmm. want to like get one just to find out yeah. and just read the whole damn thing. And be like, oh, okay. and then you like make your little notes. And yeah, like, oh, I will. I'll, I'll write that up like crazy. See little like Superman symbols scrawled in the margins <laughs> of it and everything. <laughs> so he shows up at the military, mm -hmm. and uh, did did I skip the whole? 
No, no. This is leading up to the yeah. conversation with Lois and everything. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to talk to Lois. And they go in the interrogation room. He surrenders himself. Obviously, he says what we kind of had in mind when we saw the poster with the, the handcuffs yeah. and stuff. He's like, well, it makes him feel safer. I'll just leave the handcuffs on. Yeah. When he gets up and just like, no, and like, yeah. just like oh, no, he just gets up, snap. That was awesome. No. Mm-hmm. He's like, you guys can't control me. I can you see never the will. gum in your left pocket. That was when so he yeah, was, was talking cool. to the military during this yeah. scene, this was like, okay, this guy's fucking Superman. Like, yeah. this yeah. was the confidence yes. moment that I got. He was like, but that was like a decent sort of confidence yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, that that's was what well I placed. Display right. confidence to yes. humans. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. had an arrogance about his abilities, you're saying, but he had a confidence of Superman that was good. Like yeah. an arrogance of, oh, I can do whatever I want in front of anybody with my abilities um, and Kind of, but I, I think it was more just the actor. Yeah. <laughs> I think the actor was just a very arrogant yeah, person. Right. <laughs> it's possible. Know. So when he was talking to the military, he was like, you you can't control me. You never will. Mm-hmm. So you got to just choose your side here. I'm on your side. You can believe me or not, but I'm going to do what I got to do. And you got to do what you got to do. So he goes over with Zod and they demand Lois for some reason. And obviously to try and find out the info because mm-hmm. they know that she knows that what he is. And they know that she knows that they know that she oh! knows. That's right. Uh, they go on the ship. Lois gets <laughs> to like, breathe there. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't follow. And that's where we find out that the atmospheres are different. Yeah. Which was a cool That was cool. Thing. Yeah. Like, it makes that, sense. That was kryptonite. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. I mean, they didn't really go kryptonite because yeah. there really was no kryptonite. But yeah. if the atmosphere was part of it, that makes sense to me. And I like mm-hmm. the fact that he had to adapt to that and that the Kryptonians had to adapt to the Earth atmosphere. And it wasn't just instant mm. like powers, all of them. But it brings me to another thing that's kind of weird. If Clark is on the ship in the Kryptonian atmosphere and he has no powers, none, nothing, all gone. They're like, you're a human now, basically. When they go on Earth and they're wearing their breathers and breathing in that atmosphere throughout their entire body. Why do they have all the powers except for just like X-ray and heat ray and hearing? They can still move around fast. They're still invulnerable. Well, maybe they have like, you know, like we can have an oxygen tank. Maybe that's part of the suit was. They can bring some atmosphere with them, but they can't handle the atmosphere. No, that's their the problem. atmosphere from their ship. Well, that's that's what the breathers are doing. But if when they're in their atmosphere, they yeah. don't have the powers. Oh, because Clark doesn't. Kryptonians in their own atmosphere are like humans. They're no, yeah, they're in normal. Earth's atmosphere with Earth's sun, they get the powers. But if yeah. but if you're breathing in that atmosphere, that but so you're still totally have the sun. I don't know. Maybe it they still have the sun there. But like, what part of them is it really even hitting? <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. anything, it's hitting their head. The part where all the powers they don't have are coming from. Well, there's still the the like the difference in gravity that was kind that's of that's true. So that could give someone like their ability to. But it doesn't move. explain the invulnerability, right? That's a little different. So if you're breathing in the atmosphere, one would think that your whole body internally is reacting to that. It's like when Clark has kryptonite in his body mm-hmm. and he can't have any powers. So that was a little weird to me. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. Fine. I'll let it slide. It's a nitpicky thing, but I'll let it go. I'll let him slide on this one. I would have thought of something a little better, but I'll let this one go. What do you got? (laughs) Oh, Oh, don't do it. We've been pitching movies this whole time. Changes at least the whole thing. (laughs) Damien's like, don't do it. I'll leave. Damien just wants to see it live. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, all right, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Clark's on the ship. They do the dream sequence, which was cool. I thought. Zod's wearing like a variation of the Superman suit with his own family yeah. crest and tells him the whole plan. What they're going to do. Every bad, bad guy does. Yep. Tells him the whole plan. And this, is, this is board. what I'm going to do. And this is how you can stop me. 
And then we see Clark wake up. And I don't know why. Uh, I know Lois had the key and she put it in there and Jarrell came back. That was, I love the sequence with Jarrell going here, turn, mm-hmm. shoot, yeah. that was open, cool. close. That, that was, was awesome. Kind of funny Duck, too. Move left. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun scene. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, although the more and more we see of Jarrell, the less and less his death means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's just all over the place in this movie. Uh, oh, so, it's Russell Crowe. They need, he well, need yeah. TV time. Yeah. <laughs> movie time. Screen time. He needs to be up there. I don't know how he knew that was Miss Lane. It's, it's like mm-hmm. he just addressed Miss Lane. Hi. Mm-hmm. Maybe buddies. he could hear them talking in the ship. Like the, it's, Maybe it's a continuum. He wasn't in the system yet, though. Oh. Right. Mm. As soon as she plugged in, hey, Miss Lane, what's up? Uh, again, <laughs> well, fun. obviously, just they know things. something we don't know. Right. Oh. Their technology is great. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. This is all predetermined. They're impressive. Right. So they do the whole escapee thing. Uh, Lois jumps into the escape pod. And Clark gets all his powers back because Jarrell changes yeah. the atmosphere again. Punches out the boom. Wait a minute. I missed something. Wasn't Lois, though, in the Fortress of Solitude ship originally? And like that's where Superman meets his father. And isn't Lois That's where they it? originally met. Right. So, but she didn't meet Jarrell there. No, but maybe, but maybe because he, he's in the, the system. Okay, no. maybe. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. I'll buy it. I'll accept it. Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. One, one out of the nitpicky list. <laughs> um, so they they punch the he punches the side. Mm. They do the whole crucifix ish yeah. leave out there, which I just thought looked cool. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking yeah. Jesus. I didn't think. Anything. I was Me just neither. thinking it looked cool, and then he like. The way he pushes on his forward, like turn around, do the put. It all looks so fluid and yeah. realistic there. And the the line where he's like, "You can save them. You can save her. Mm-hmm. You can save all of them." I was like, "Yes! <laughs> all right, let's go." I was in. Really, like all of them? <laughs> all of them. you know? There's a lot of them down there, Dad. <laughs> Wait a minute. Other Dad said some had to die. Dad too said some had to die. Dad. So apparently, this means don't listen to your adopted parents. Ever. Yeah. Seek out your biological parents and do everything <laughs> they in say. In a microchip in a computer right. system. Put on the suit. Okay. <laughs> Save them all. You can do it. Okay. okay. <laughs> even the no ones question. in the falling buildings. Right. Yeah. I'm not even your dad. I'm a computer facsimile, and you're listening to me more than your father who gave yeah. his life to say to hide. Right. I am so confused right now. <laughs> uh, so he goes, saves Lois. Um, He's going to be in with Iron Man and, and the Hulk talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> They do the whole slow descend. They're starting. You're starting to get the romantic tingles here. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't feel it. And as much as I didn't <laughs> buy, I didn't buy the romantic chemistry. Really, I can't say that it doesn't psychologically make sense. At first, I was like, "This feels so rushed and forced." But at the same time, he's saved her how many times through the movie? There's a human reaction yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. So, and he and to her to him, she is. The one human outside of his parents that completely accepts him and has faith in mm-hmm. him and mm-hmm. helped him bridge and step out into the light. But he should start to see a trend here of like, oh, I'm going to have to save this girl a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this. Right. He should. Dad, save them all. I got to save this one like four <laughs> times. For every 50 times I save her, there's people dying over here. She has a quota. <laughs> like, yeah, there's really. a max save limit on this one. You have She's one save left. <laughs> so uh, they do the save thing. Um, then we get what comes next? The battle with Fiora and, yeah, and, and other dude who other, was definitely a throwback to Non from right, Superman, which too. was awesome because they kicked their shit out of yeah. him. Yeah, 
like the scene where they she grabs him by the ankles and swings him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. big dude just clotheslines him right down. That in was the a air. fun battle. That was cool. Yeah, that was kind that of was fun because you had the good. army shooting them. The bullets are bouncing off yep. everybody, and yeah, the army guy. Like if if they're idiots. Yeah, like the military is like shooting missiles at them. One missile, they walk out of it. You go, so we're going back. Yeah, yeah. Really. like at what point do you just yeah. call, wave the flag? It reminded right, we- me of Transformers, actually. Yeah, Did because it? the battle scene, like they have the military, you know, and then there's mm. these beings who yep. are so high powered and then it makes so much destruction yeah and it's just so much destruction and it's so visual yeah and it reminded me of that and i was really happy because i like that but then it was just so long yeah it was and yeah. with the amount of like missiles they shot and just bullets that little strip of town should have been gone yeah 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 like one missile should have just knocked buildings over right and pretty much from this point on it's action sequence after action mm-hmm. sequence after action sequence you go from that to the to the the world engine being launched down and mm-hmm. he has to fight. The, now, this is the subplot that I could have done away with the whole battle with the world engine. Yeah. Mm. Get rid of it. Like it had one cool scene yeah. where he like, I didn't even like the battle that much. It was special effects, visually impressive. Mm-hmm. The battle was not interesting because you could no. barely tell what was happening. It yeah. was just a lot of like mercury floating around and superman flying through it and then getting squeezed and breaking out and the world transforming thing that yeah uh-huh. the world engine yeah, yeah yeah the only thing that was cool about it was when he was in the blue light and he was like <laughs> and he smashes it like by overpowering and yeah that was cool the whole rest of the battle though if you take that out mm-hmm. the final battle with zod is so much more meaningful yeah they yeah. could have done mm-hmm. something else in that interim i mean come on Anything else, please. And I didn't like the let's turn the rocket ship into a new phantom smashy smashy with the other thing. And mm. they killed Emil Hamilton already. Unless he got sucked into the phantom zone, too. I don't know. With right. the, the other guy. But they uh I, I wasn't a big fan of that like whole mm. little thing. They destroyed the whole city. They all oh, they, they trashed really it. Now, granted, at first, like when I watched it again, I was like, I didn't even think about how much they trashed everything that much. I was watching very carefully because at first there's just this almost craterish dead zone yeah. from the world engine, the the not the yeah. engine, but the other part of it that was in Manhattan just left like rubble. It makes sense that those buildings are cleared out or mm-hmm. those people have already been killed. Yeah. <laughs> so fighting through those buildings. But no, like after two punches, they're outside and over other parts of the yeah. city, trashing everything really, else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many people are probably dying. The biggest casualty was the city. Yeah. Oh, totally. Metropolis just yeah. got its ass kicked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like when well, there were, well, I'm, I'm skipping over some stuff. I know. I feel like I am. When he took down the scout ship, that was one of the parts I really liked. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes that and like the whole thing just felt very Superman and very cool and badass because we didn't have a lot of badass Superman. We had a lot of fighty, punchy Superman, mm-hmm. but not yeah. badass like Superman. Yeah. And when he came down, and he was going to blast Zod with the heat vision and the scout ship. And he's like, if you destroy this ship, you destroy Krypton. And then he stops for a second. Then he goes, mm-hmm. Krypton had its chance. And then his eyes are going to vision. I was like, yeah. yeah, again. I was on board again. Yeah. And then we have the fight with Zod at the end. That was all punchy, 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 yeah. smashy, smashy. It got cool when he ditched the armor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when it got cool. And he was like, That's and it when made the shit sense. got real. Yeah. yeah. It made sense when he was like, I'm a warrior. I'm trained to hone my senses, to focus my senses, and I can control these powers 
as quickly as I'm going to. That made sense to me. That was okay because of that thing. He's like, you're on a farm. You're on a farm. You're on a dog. <laughs> yeah. You're a wimp. And then they just started like. Wasn't even a German shepherd. Oh, that a was cool. That was a cool ass battle. And then they get to the one of the super controversial parts of the movie. Yeah. That a lot of people are complaining about. I was just like, what? Grabs him in the headlock. Yeah. Which is was cool. Zod's blasting the heat vision Solid towards the headlock. people. And this again, I felt missed opportunity. This is that that moment. You're going to have to make the hard choices. Flashback to Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Let's go to something where he has to make a tough choice again. Yeah. Where he can only save this person or this person. And you could even go to the second part. Maybe that conversation, that flashback where he chose to wear the suit. Maybe that was half the conversation. The second half is this part yeah. where they finish mm-hmm. off that dialogue. Well, it's about killing somebody, right. too. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like... There are some things that, like, you're going to have to make the hard decision. It's back to that theme. There are Tough people that choices. have to die, like, in yeah. order to save others. Right. And and he kind of delivered that message earlier when he said you can't, maybe you shouldn't have saved them. Mm-hmm. This is a little different. This is taking, make the choice to take the life, mm-hmm. not just not save. Right. And he just straight up snaps his neck. And people are like, what? Well, it threw me off. What? <laughs> Superman killed somebody? I'm like, listen. That's it. Batman just flipped the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. When when people were like outraged because Superman killed someone, I'm like, you nincompoop. Do you (laughs) not know Superman? That's Batman's rule. That has never been Superman's rule. But Superman has killed before. It just seemed odd. It, it seemed it, odd, but I didn't care. I was like, that's badass. It Let's did do not seem odd for a second but to me. But then he gets, he's so angry about it after that he had right. to kill yeah. somebody. Right. Which made it right, yeah. at least emotionally, mm-hmm. for you to take the. And the, if he didn't do that, I it might have felt weird to me. Yeah. But as soon as he snapped, I was like, right on, man. Yep. Right. Do you, there was, yep. he said, I will not stop. He has nothing to live for. He's going to kill every single person on this planet. Mm-hmm. And even when the, the final straw, the last thing Zod says when he was like, stop now, Zod goes, never. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. crack. What else are you going to do? Right. And Zod said it he during the, the fight, choice. too. He said, this ends one of two ways. You dead or me dead. Mm. Zod laid the groundwork yeah. for this death, for it his own felt death. odd to see Superman, like, actually kill someone. Right. I think because I don't think we've actually seen that in a movie Not yet. in a movie like that, no. So it was just weird to see. We have, it has been in the comics. Superman attempted to kill Doomsday. Mm. He, uh, there was another version, too, where he, like, lobotomizes him by, and this was in the Justice League cartoon, like, he lobotomizes him with his heat vision really? to like neutralize him and they're there superman is killed mm-hmm. it's not his rule that's batman's rule he can kill he doesn't do it willy-nilly but it shouldn't be that like oh my god superman. that's just people that don't know anything about superman that just go Whoa. it just it's it just felt odd i think that's what everybody did it feel felt odd or did it just feel like whoa no, cool. it was just no. <laughs> like I'm, he had to kill him. I get it. Yeah, and he was upset that he had to kill somebody. Yeah, it was just weird to see Superman kill somebody. I don't know. It just he's Superman. Like, I think for the Superman they set up, it made sense. Yeah, I do too. But, but, I, I but understand. we're all coming off of yeah. Christopher Reeves, as, right? You know, right? Superman, buddy, <laughs> Superman. But like, hey, I feel like this Superman, Superman. If you like walked up behind scout. him, you were just poking him <laughs> yeah. and poking him, yeah. and po- like a little kid, poke, poke, poke. Like, how many pokes does it take before he just reaches back and snap? Superman was Buddy Christ, 
Yeah. While Henry Cavill Superman is the one with the thorns digging into his skull. Right. Like, ah. <laughs> the passion of the Christ. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Which I don't know why this is reminding me now of another line that drove me nuts. Like a lot of these silly lines I threw in just didn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. When him and Lois first kissed. And they did the whole, like, yeah, that was it weird. all goes downhill from here. That yeah. only yeah. applies if you're kissing a hip. Like, what the fuck wow. exchange was that? That was the that? weirdest line that ever. Was, yeah. That was a nice little, yeah, like, like yeah, relationships don't work. Like, I'm super awkward with women, and I would never say something that awkward after. Seriously. That's you ridiculous. Like, like, and that's the best it's going to be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who says it all goes downhill from here afterwards? Like, whoa, way to keep your spirits up, Lois. Yeah. I have a lot of hope for the future for yeah. this one. Thanks. Recast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the delivery a lot, too. Yeah. That was just, they, it was a I, bad exchange. It was exchange. supposed to be funny, and it wasn't. And no. Right. Yeah. No, it, it just wasn't. It didn't work. And they're, like, nose mashed and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, that was kind of the bulk of it oh and then of course the daily planet stuff at the end yeah right so you do you do that he it makes sense keep your ear to the ground a place where people it's all the same reasons that he becomes a reporter i don't know why the fuck he knows how to be a reporter all of a sudden right. do we skip over college like, show my mm-hmm. i need a job right i'll just go be a reporter uh, yeah. at the biggest yeah like, it's so easy <laughs> how does he get, get in a job right <laughs> And then, and yeah. the interesting thing here Apparently is the that the economy is good. <laughs> well, all the reconstruction of the city, yeah, you know, like gives jobs. It's interesting that Lois knows who Clark is. Yeah, I like this version of the relationship in this modern age where technology, where information is so readily available. It makes complete sense that Lois would figure out who he is. Yes. Absolute 100% sense. And I am shows, on board with that. It shows a lot about her character, too, because she's going to get shit done. Right. If she wants to find out something, she will. She's not dumbass yeah, Lois that sees exactly. the glasses. goes, that's the guy I'm in love with. Oh, I can't tell because he's wearing glasses. Yeah, <laughs> like, really. I'm the best reporter in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like that relationship they've set up. It does take away a little bit of the tension from the relationship that we traditionally know, but I'm okay with it. That's a modern I like change that, that I'm down ended. with. Uh, what I'm not down with is how you can have a whole movie of dark, dark, dark Superman where we're not even going to put the red trunks on him because they think it's too comic booky, and then he can put on the glasses and go be Clark Kent at the Daily Planet. You've set up a world and a universe where that doesn't work anymore. Right. What else would he do? Well, I'm not... that. I don't know, but a podcast. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if you if that's the world you've established, yeah. you can't go that way anymore. There's no secret identity. She gets out of the taxi, yeah, running up when he's at uh, the trashed Kansas house. That was another cool part too. Where he's like, mm-hmm. "Fucking touch my mom, I will bury you." Yeah, yeah. That, was cool. that was badass. Yeah. But when she shows up, she's running out of the cab. Dude, uh, no police car. Yeah, police cops car. standing right there. Clark. Right? Yeah, what she, are you doing? Yeah. You can't say his name. <laughs> yeah. You you you've already given him alternative. Cal yeah. Al. Use Cal Al. Use Cal. Yeah. You, you have that alternative. Use it. Don't call him Clark Never in front of the cop. Never once should she call him Clark unless Wrong. they're just the two of them together. Yes. Exactly. Wrong. Bad Lois. Bad. Bad kitty. I, I enjoyed this scene. I think it was right at the end where. It's the flashback scene of him as a kid with like the cape on as a little kid playing yeah, yeah. with the dog. And then it ends with like him like posing. I Superman liked pose. the visual. Yeah. Hated the idea. Why? Who's he modeling? He's Good just point. playing as a kid. 
Yeah, but Good Superman point, doesn't kids, exist in kids his world. Kids now, they Why model is he it because of Superman. Anything to his back that that doesn't exist in this universe yet. How do you they you they don't have comic books in that universe? No. How do you know they don't have comic books? <laughs> they Why don't. would it be a red cape? Right. You know? It's it's it didn't I don't know. Feel I right. have a problem with I it. I thought it was a great visual. Yeah, it's a good visual. I, d- I was like, what what? What is he doing? I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> I thought who's it was great. He, who's even emulating? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. Overthinking things. Yeah. I can't help it. It's geek brain. Yeah. <laughs> like it would have made Rob happier if it was like another kid. Yeah. See, if he was wearing a Batman that. cape. I was just going to say that. That'd be, that'd be funny. But then like, everyone else would have a problem with it that. It also wouldn't make sense either yeah. because no, age wise, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. But, and that was a couple other things that I don't know if you guys picked up on in the movie. We saw the LexCorp truck. Yeah. yeah, yeah I saw that. That was, that was great. cool. The Twice. satellite, most people didn't notice. Oh, satellite? Wayne Enterprises. Was no, it? I didn't. It had the logo that. from the Dark Knight trilogy, the Wayne Enterprises huh. logo on the satellite. Look for it next time you see it. It's there. I didn't know the first time around, and then I heard about it, and I looked for it the second time. I was like, oh my God, it's there. It's too mm-hmm. subtle, then. That's too subtle. But it's it's. But it makes it, it like cool. The fact you're like, that it's oh, there it. means this is a larger universe already. Yeah. yeah. So that is, that welcomes hmm. that welcomes our pitch. Yeah. Batman, <laughs> Superman. We are way over time. We still have emails to do here. Oh, all right. Um, wow. We have some emails to go through. Uh, other things that you guys liked or didn't like, maybe at all. Um, I loved the music. Hans Zimmer is Fantastic a really good score. Absolutely, yeah, the score was brilliant. Totally um, agree. He never disappoints me nope. ever. Nope, he's um, awesome. I think one of the best scores he did was actually the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean, which is funny because no one liked that movie. There was a but, fourth one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was um, one beyond one. I just disavow all the others. <laughs> no, I'm off topic now. Um, no, I just think he's great and it fits so well. Yeah, and I just love that. But I feel like. Because the visuals were so good, it kind of took away from the sound. Yeah, because I yeah. remember none of the yeah. music. Me neither. Right, yeah. It was also overpowering, mm-hmm. like, visually. But oh, it fit. Stimuli. Like, that, I mean, it kind of shows that it did fit the visuals. Because sure. it didn't distract. It just yeah. was part of, yeah. That was cool. The I wanted, like, a, a Superman, like, Phoenix Rising moment. Like, the thing with Superman when he fights, especially in that final fight with Zod, he should have done something so big to him. Like, if you're thinking wrestling match psychology... Mm. He should have gotten smacked down so hard by something that everyone goes, (gasps) and then you do, boom, hand up, Mm -hmm. slowly get up, and then just wham, like right back in. Like that Superman, he has to, you have to give him that huge beating, and that rise up is what Superman is known for. He should have been hit with a building or something. Like I should have been the action choreographer too on this. (laughs) While we're writing the script, I'll start doing the action I'm surprised they didn't have Zod actually crucify him. Right? They might as well have at this point. All right, so we got some emails. Uh, we're going to do these as quick as possible because I know people have to be places. First one comes from... People just need to be in bed because, <laughs> you don't know, we're recording this in the evening. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. First one comes from Dan from Baltimore who says, Hey, Geek Generation, you asked for feedback on Man of Steel, so here are my thoughts. Okay. I'll apologize ahead of time for the long-winded response. I'll admit I went into the film with high expectations. The more I saw of the trailers, the more potential I thought it had. While I overall enjoyed my experience, I was rather let down with the final product. Goya's script was easily the weakest part. He created a narrative that was thematically cluttered. It touched on aspects like the classic Superman Jesus allegory. Oh, allegory! Yeah, I said <laughs> that right. earlier, right? You're yeah. right. Yes! Uh, the important, <laughs> I feel smart now. Words. The importance of choice and destiny, the impact of fathers, and not to mention how the existence of Superman proves we are not alone in the universe. 
some of these ideas were more flesh, flesh, fleshed out than others. And with so much going on, the narrative was more exposition than actual plot. I typically applaud a summer blockbuster that attempts to add context to its entertainment. The issue is taken away from the actual character. Oh, the issue is it took away from the actual characters. I wish I could say how well Henry Cavill did as Superman, but his lack of lines makes it hard to judge. He was certainly stoic, but I must say I miss the charm that Christopher Reeves brought to the role. While I love the moments between Jonathan Kent and young Clark, Jonathan's final sacrifice was mistimed. If that had taken place prior to Superman putting on his cape, it would have allowed for the Superman transformation to have stronger emotional weight. Instead, it came off as happenstance. What I did like about the film was the aesthetic, especially the almost heaven-like atmosphere of the Smallville flashbacks. The cinematography was pristine to the point that I felt like I was watching Terrence Malick's version of a comic book movie. There were a number of fun action beats, though the final climactic battle went on for far for he's all over the place with this for far a tad too long (laughs) went on far too long. We'll just leave it at that. There's only so many times you can watch countless buildings being destroyed. I know some have issues with Superman killing Zod, but I personally have no issue for one is banishing someone to the Phantom Zone that much better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> answer his question. Uh, in the moment, it felt right. It wasn't a choice born out of anger. It was a choice built out of love for humankind. Like I mentioned, it was a story built upon the idea of choice, and Superman was faced with the ultimate one. For me, he had the right decision. Again, sorry for the long email. To the film's credit, it does offer a lot to talk about. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say, which you already did at this point, if you've gotten to this email. So he hit a lot of the same things we did. A lot of agreements there. Sean Altieri writes in, Hey, Geek Gen crew, seeing your request for feedback on Man of Steel has inspired me to give my take. I'm not a Superman fan at all. I've watched some of the films, little of the cartoons, and virtually read none of his comics. To put it bluntly, I find him boring. Going into Man of Steel with little expectations, I walked away quite pleased. Sure, there were some issues. The plot was too dense with exposition, and I'm still not sure if I know what a codex really is. But I found the action exciting, the performances entertaining, and I love the way they structured the origin. I do kind of wish they just didn't re, they just didn't bother redoing the origin because I'm tired of origin films altogether. Still, by doing it flashbacks, doing it as flashbacks, people always forget words here. Uh, doing it as flashbacks, the origin didn't bog it down nearly as much as it could have. To the film's credit, they made the f- character of Superman relatable, something I did not think was possible. They took this otherworldly character and gave him a human conflict. While it wasn't to Nolan's Batman films level, it was a great improvement on the last Superman film. That's true. I didn't even think about how relatable he was. Like, everyone always says it's hard to write for Superman. How do you write for a god? Like, how do you relate to that? Mm. He was actually fairly relatable. Like, you saw his struggles and his choices internally, so... That's why he was Jesus and not God. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I do have a question for you guys. Now that Man of Steel is over, do you still feel the best way to go is a Superman-Batman film? Or would you rather see another Superman film to allow this character to be fleshed out more? Also, who should be the next villains? Thank you guys again for the best podcast going. That's right. Superman-Batman film next, or Superman film next? Superman film. Before Superman-Batman? Yes. Okay. Agreed. Agreed? Um, Batman comes in at the end, and he's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> like, I'm Superman. What's your powers? I don't have any, but I'm Batman. <laughs> cool. <laughs> We're going to do yeah, a radio cool. play of Superman, Batman. Yeah. You be Superman, I'll be Batman. Okay. Be that'd be cool to that'd put it cool. in the, at the end, like um, yeah. like what Marvel did with like Iron Man, like having like that thing at Who the end. Who are you, freak show? <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> well, no, he would definitely just be introduced as Bruce Wayne. That's yeah. What it would Oh, be. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I would see it maybe as like a bridge between the two. I'd I'd say make it uh, Superman and Batman. Yep. But 
let Superman grow a little bit in the beginning of that movie. Yeah. But then let it be their, you know, adventure or whatever yeah. together. If uh romance. <laughs> yeah, romance. If rumors are true, they're trying to fast track another Superman movie for next year. Oh too Probably soon. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Two count. years at least. However, they've been done for at least six months, so they could be in the like script finalizing stages. So I mean, I feel like when they rush to get stuff done, though, that's awful. We yeah. need another solid Superman. Like we need a solid Superman before Superman. A little Batman. more character development. That. Let him, yeah, develop. <laughs> Villains for the next one? I don't know too many. All I think of is the one the guy that have have practically Lex. kills him. I I kind of want Lex, but I almost think he needs to be saved for the Superman Batman movie because oh. he's a good bridge. I agree. That's true. He brings actually. he brings Bruce into the from the he, corporate yeah. world into that. So mm-hmm. I think save Lex for a Batman Superman movie. Mm-hmm. But let's see. He's going to be like, you blew up two of my goddamn trucks. Yeah. That, that's yeah. it. I have yeah. insurance on one, dude. You cost me a lot of money. I'm killing you. I'm trying to think of who they could do. Well, if they want to if they wanna do like matching powers a little bit, maybe Parasite's the way to go. If you don't know who Parasite is, Parasite can absorb, absorbs the energy of other people. Mm-hmm. And he lives by like he doesn't eat. He like will touch someone, and absorb their energy. They'll recover most of the time, but sometimes they die. But when he absorbs Superman, he also takes the powers mm-hmm. and leaves Superman powerless mm-hmm. temporarily. Mm-hmm. But it could end up easily getting to a point where they're fighting with the powers and he's trying to drain them while they're yeah. so they're both equally powered. And that could be, That'd be cool. But then yeah. how is that different from? Fighting, Zod. like yeah, right. Zod and it's all the same that. thing. It's not. It really. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to think of like there's Superman doesn't have great villains, and that's part of the problems with him. Right. Although, oh, what if they did Lobo? That'd Lobo the hobo. That'd be interesting. I don't know who Lobo is. I don't, I don't think any of us do. No, that's too bad. He's a bounty hunter from outer space, and he can go toe to toe physically, strength wise, with Superman. But who would? And he who, acts who like Wolverine. Paid for him to go kill Superman. Nobody's left. It doesn't matter. Lex. Well, no. There's because he blew up two trucks. Yeah. See? Yep, there there's goes. other alien. The reason Lobo was originally hired, at least in the cartoon, was to get Superman for this guy called the Collector because Superman's the last of his oh. race. Uh, so there yeah. was, it could just be an interstellar guy. It could be Darkseid mm. testing Superman's powers when we yeah. could set up for Darkseid in the Justice League That's movie. Right. See? See? So he sends in Lobo to, yeah. to test. And he just he doesn't even want Superman. He just wants to watch and mm. see what Superman's capable of. Mm-hmm. So he sends Lobo because Lobo's pretty damn powerful. Mm. That's the second movie. Yeah. Sign it. Write Ship it. it. Do it. Uh, Dave from good old Scranton, Pennsylvania says, Hey, Rob, Mike, and other Mike, and the rest of the geek generation. Sorry, other Mike's not here. As I am writing this, I must say I'm on the edge of my seat thinking about what you guys thought of Man of Steel. Knowing Rob's love of Batman, I can't tell if he'd think this is a pale imitation of Dark Knight or appreciate the shifting of the Superman mythos to a more Batman tone. Uh, I can say that I don't like the shifting of tone. I think there needs to be more happy, happy in Superman. Superman's mm-hmm. not Batman. Yeah. I like Superman for what he is. I don't need him to be Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He continues, personally, I hated this turd of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> One, as a Superman fan, they took out everything I liked about the character, the charm, the fun, and yes, even the corniness. Yeah, the, the fun and the corniness. And the red trunks. There. And the red trunks. As a movie fan, it had a script Wait, that gave... You guys gave... really missed the red trunks? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine with it. I, I didn't really miss them. Uh, I missed them. Because in this day and age, Lois would have been like, what's with the freaking underwear? Yeah, but yeah. then they could have had like funny part where she makes fun of him. 
Yeah. Gives him a wedgie. I, I mean, what you <laughs> everyone accepts it on Batman. As a movie fan, it had a script that gave no room for its characters, a director who forgot he was shooting a movie and not playing a video game, and was full of change for change's sake. The quintessential moment for me was the death of Pa Kent. In the original, it is a quiet moment where Clark learns that even with all his powers, he can't save his family from everything. Even he is powerless compared to mortality. Here it's done with, a, with an effing tornado. Everything had to be bigger, more destructive, and a lot dumber. Personally, I don't see Superman as the living embodiment of a Pearl Jam song the way this movie does. I would say he was emo, but emo requires emotion. When he wasn't cosplaying as the 90s grudge movement, <laughs> he was playing the part of Space Jesus. Yes, Space the, Jesus. Yes, the Christ Superman metaphor isn't new and even heavy-handed on the Donner film, but here it is laughable. Superman slowly floating away from a spaceship in the shape of a crucifix was embarrassing. Is there a reason why the last 30 minutes turned into Injustice Gods Among Us? I think another building just fell over. This wanted to be Superman's Dark Knight, but in the end, it was Superman's Transformers. Rant complete. I feel better now. Thanks, Geek Jen. You're always there when I need you. Good rant. Can good. we just change the name to this to Space Jesus? Like, just no, <laughs> not he's not Man Superman. No, he's not Man of Steel Space anymore. Jesus. He's Space and that's the other part. They like said Superman the one time. Yeah. And it was delivered horribly. Yeah. Like that's how I you want to do it. I don't even remember how it was. Superman. So. It was the military guy. No, oh no, it wasn't even low. She didn't even get a chance to say it. No, I know. Oh, it was the stupid. Oh yeah, it was guy. the military guy on the phone saying Superman. Yeah, that's what they're calling. Him. Oh yeah, and that's the, right. They never even went into how they knew he was Superman, or we talked about that too. Yeah. How they know there was like a Krypton, right? Like the military guys mentioned Krypton at one point. We're like, whoa, whoa, they never even heard mm. about Krypton. How Apparently, a know? mass text went out, right, <laughs> right, or a mass viral video. <laughs> and there wasn't really, a although lot of- they didn't say Krypton. No, and that did they? No. There wasn't a lot of like public opinion in this. Like, you didn't understand, like, you know, who the general person did they want Superman to turn himself in yeah. or any any of that stuff mm-hmm. or what they thought about him. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Like, yeah, like like, like sp- everyone like, going turn him in, turn him, like something yeah. along those yeah. lines. Because like, for example, like in the Spider Man movies, that part of the character yeah. development is through each you know newspaper yeah. article. People love him, people hate him. Or the Dark Knight, even when uh, all the mm-hmm. people are like. When they demand to know Batman's identity right. and he turn himself in. Exactly. All the people quickly turned against him. So, yeah, what would happen when it's an alien? Mm-hmm. Final thoughts. Something you want to plug. Tis that time. Mike Volby. No, I'm good. That's a good final thought. Damien, final thought? Uh, follow me at Twitter, uh, at MC Hammer Bro. Other than that, I'm really tired. All right. Jen. <laughs> um, like me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jen Janet Music. Awesome. All right. Head to thegeekgeneration.com for everything else we do over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. You can follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter and Pinterest. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com, perhaps with what you thought of Man of Steel. But if you want me to read them on the show, they have to be spoiler free at this point because we leave in this room. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. Mm-hmm. Saying bye-bye from Krypton. <laughs> We're going boom-boom. And then to bed. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Later. Bye. Make it so.